All right, we are live right here on the Painless Wholesaling Podcast. We have a great guest today. We got Martin Perdomo. What's going on, brother? What's up, my man? I'm good, brother. Thank you for having me, Nathan, man. It's my pleasure and honor to be here, brother. Yeah, it's it's always a pleasure to have uh, have you on and chat with you. You were having me on your podcast, which I thank you for. And I want to let you know, and uh, Investor Thrive Nation, the reason why we have this podcast is my goal is to make wholesaling real estate less painful for people. That's why I call mm. it the Painless Wholesaling Podcast, because our goal is to bring on experts that can make the journey less painful for you guys. Because if you don't know what you're doing and you're just going out and trying stuff, you, you can figure it out. Anyone can figure anything out if you don't give up. But the goal for me is to make it less painful for you guys. Okay. So, uh, so let's go right into, uh, Martin, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks again. Um, I'm doing amazing brother. Just, uh, we're doing deals, man. It's 2023 is 10 days into the, what a 10th, 11th. What's the date? Man, can you believe that? It's already 10 yeah, days into the year. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, and, uh, yeah, man, we we're ready to close our first deal. Um, we got a couple of wholesales, wholesale deals that we're wholesaling. We're mm. a couple of things on the market that we're flipping. We got a multifamily that we're buying. Wow. Um, we're just doing a lot of things. We got a large multifamily that we're refining. So we're, we're busy, man. We're, we're active in this game. Well, tell me about that. So you, uh, are you in one market? I think you're in uh, like PA, right? In Pennsylvania, yeah, Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. So have you ever felt the desire to like, let me try a bunch of different markets or have you just always been like, let me just stay centered and focused on PA? Uh, up to now, my career been centered and focused on my, in my market, right? What I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I now this year, 2023, we're committed to buying, we're committed to buying 200 doors, 200 units. That's our goal for this year. An additional 200 doors to hold. Wow. And we're committed to flip uh, wholesaling 96, I believe is our number. That's pretty aggressive Not, uh, right there. Yes, yeah, 60, 60 to 96 deals Wow, um, is what we're, we were desirous of wholesaling this year. Um, yeah, we have, we have a pretty, um, you know, aggressive marketing. We're doing some aggressive marketing and stuff. Mm-hmm. My game is flipping, it's flipping and mm-hmm. holding but we are going to this year, 2023, we're not going to be flipping as you, the market is switch. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've had to pivot your business because you've seen, you know, you don't, you don't want to get caught with a couple flips. So you're, you're going to wholesale them. How, how's that? Um, have you, do you, have you developed a lot of good relationships in your market with people that would buy them or are you trying to find new people right now? Though? No, brother, we, we, so we, you know, I'm very active in my market. I host a monthly meetup. So, oh, wow. For, for years now, I've been hosting this monthly meetup. So kind of the cornerstone in the area of the guy, you know, people go to in the Poconos, at least for yeah. real estate investing. So I'm going to say most of the investors locally have been to my meetup. I'm going to a meetup after this meeting. I'm in meetups all the time. I'm going to a meetup tonight to learn. I'm going to another meetup tomorrow to wow. learn and network with other investors. I'm keynote speaker at a meetup on the 25th of this month of January. I'm holding my meetup on the 24th. I'm just very active in, in, in our space and my market, man. This is, I'm a professional. This is what I do. Can you tell me a little bit more about why you go to so many meetups? Is there like a, a key to success that you found from going to a lot of meetups or yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about Yeah, meetups? absolutely. Um, so, you know, when I first started in this business years ago, one of the things that one of my early on mentor said to me was you need to be spending time with people that are doing what you want to do right as you know you hosting your own meetup nathan mm-hmm. we got a lot of newbies in our meetups right 
However, you get a lot of people that are that are also you get some people that are also veterans and are doing things like yourself and myself. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I when I was really taking this serious, what was one of my strategies was like, hey, I got to I'm always hungry to get better. I'm always hungry to learn and get better. It's just my nature, who I am. I'm, I always I'm desirous of always constant and never ending improvement, improving. So the magic, man, I've had so much magic happen from me showing up to meetups. I'll share a quick story of yeah, the power of the meetup, right? One day, I'm going to say this is two and a half years ago, two and a half, three years ago. I'm, I'm, I can't remember. I, have, I had just started my meetup. I was just like, my meetup has been around for three years now, three, mm-hmm. three and a half years, right? And there was this meetup in the city called Milford, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I got to this light. It's it's the winter here in Pennsylvania, and at four o'clock it gets dark, brother. It's dark. Oh no! That is. I got to a light, and there's this, and I remember it clearly. Um, There is a supermarket that if I turn left, Price Chopper is the name of supermarket. If I turn left, in five minutes I'm home. Mm -hmm. Go to this meetup. I had to go about forty-five minutes straight on the road that I was on. It's about thirty miles, right? Yeah. And I got to this. Literally, it was a crossroad. Literally, I'm at the crossroad. I'm at the side. I'm like, shit, man. Do I go home and watch them <laughs> with my wife? I could go home and be comfortable, right? Yeah, go in the couch, you know, relax a little bit. Or I can, it's dark, right? It's cold and it's dark. Or should I just go to this meetup? And there was this little voice inside, right? It was this little voice inside that said, no, Martin, go. God's got something big for you there. God, there's something for you there. God's got something for you there. Wow. Show up. Literally, the voice, that's what the voice inside my head said. So I said, screw it. I'm going to go. I'm going. Screw it. I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll cut up my wife tomorrow, right? <laughs> so so I go to this meetup. And at this meetup, right, nothing special, small town. It's a handful of us. It's maybe six or seven of us. Um, I, know the, um, I know the host, Neil. Neil taught me a lot. I learned a lot from Neil. Mm-hmm. I, I know the host. We were good friends. And I met this lady, her name was Dr. G at that meetup, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. G is a new investor, right? Like she's hungry. She's a doctor. She's, uh, she's doing well, but she's tired of, she realizes that being a doctor is just a high paid job yeah. and she's going nowhere fast. And I said to her, Hey, I'm, you know, I have this meetup. I'm just starting it out. I had just started out this meetup and my, in Strasbourg, which is 45 miles the other way back towards my way. Why don't you come? She shows up to my meetup. That was the only thing that came out of that meetup. I get to yeah. hang out with other investors. I met Dr. G. I invited her to come to my meetup. Well, because I listened to that voice and I showed up to that meetup, she comes to my meetup. She meets another investor at my meetup, Mark, which I had already been coaching and mentoring. Mm-hmm. They come to my event. A couple of events later, they become partners. Today, they own 15 doors together two years later. Wow. So, so I share this because, you know, the impact that that decision had, right? I was very intentional. That decision had of me showing up there is going to have generational impact on many families, on two families, mm-hmm. right? Here, because I decided to go, met this person, came to my meetup, and it wasn't a direct impact on me, but it's the impact that it has on other people around me because of me showing up. That's amazing. So, so I show up, brother. I just show up, man, because I believe in, um, you know, I, th- I believe that the best deals often are found there and done there. There's always something you can learn. And I, 
you know, I always think of it this way. You know, whether I'm the speaker, a lot of these meetups locally, I, I'm the speaker. A lot of times I'm the speaker. A lot of times I'm just going, I want to sit in the back of the room and just learn, right? I just want to hear like, hey, I just want to learn. Like maybe there's something that someone else knows I don't know. Who's the guy I'm going to meet that's going to maybe do the next deal with me? Who's the guy that's going to meet that's going to help me get to those 200 units that I need to buy this year? Wow. Wow, that's very powerful. I want to ask you this. How many times have you felt that feeling where like, man, I'd rather not and done it in something like that? Well, dude, countless many, Yeah, times. tell me about that. <laughs> like, dude, it's just countless, man. See, this is what, what is that going to the gym, right? Like, mm -hmm. like when you go to the gym and you work out, you and then you, you have a really good workout when it hurts the next day that's when you're growing that's when your muscles growing yeah. when you push yourself and people have to understand that success is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone that's what it requires it requires you to listen i'm so committed people need to like like and i know you're the same way because we've i had you on my podcast so you have the same characteristic people mm -hmm. need to understand that in order for you to succeed at a high level you need to commit at a high level. That's what true. does that mean? That means you want to succeed at a high level. You look at the guys, you look at the Michael Jordans of the world. You look at the Kobe Bryant's of the world. I mean, you look at anybody playing at the highest level. These guys are doing whatever it takes. Kobe Bryant would be in the gym at four o'clock in the morning before, before his teammates got to the gym. Yeah. He got two hour workout before. So to me, and is like, and when I coach people, it's like, Hey, Understand how committed are you to this game? How committed are you to the to your goal? Because it's going to require some nights you being uncomfortable. It's going to require sometimes you just working hard. It's going to mm -hmm. require you being uncomfortable. It's going to require you sacrificing some things. But that sacrifice is for long-term gain, which is your goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and I can I imagine with you holding a meetup for the last three years, I'm sure there's many times you're like, man, I ain't trying to go do, even do my own meetup, right? Dude, you know you have them. So you have <laughs> meetups, right? So you know, right? Yeah. There's nights, man. There's times. Like I took off last year. I took off four months. So I took off this summer. I took off from May to August. From No, from May to September. I took mm -hmm. off last year. Because I was kind of like, I hit that threshold. I was like... From the meetups, I was like, dude, this is a lot of work. Like, yeah, you know, showing preparing the content, showing up, calling. And um, I took some time off, and you know, because of that, right? Because of that, and it's sometimes it's 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 painful. And then I was reminded, you know, that voice came back, like, hey, Martin, look at all the people you've impacted. I had a guy come to my meetup and said, Hey, I work with Martin, and then two years later, after coming to these meetups, I own four doors. I've wholesaled four properties and all I do is consume Martin's content and show up here. And I listen to everything he says, surround yourself with other people, do this, do that. He's like, man, I got $900 in cash flow a month from this quarter. He bought seller finance, whatever he did. And I'm like, man, I'm so proud of you. Had another guy come to my meetup last month and um, I do them every other month now, not every month. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Hey, um, I had, he was, when I was coaching, he was like, um, he was one of my students and he was like, man, two years later, my net worth is a million dollars, right? Wow. He owns like 15 doors. That's amazing. He's done like seven flips. Actually, he's buying, he's buying one of my host. I'm wholesaling a property to him. We're closing on Monday next week. Let's go. That's amazing. This is a guy that came in my office here, Nathan, and said to me, Hey, I heard about you from 
this mortgage broker that attended your meetup, by the way, this is how you're, that attended your meetup. And she said that if I wanted to learn investing, I needed to come to you. Wow. He came to me. I spent a year with him coaching him. Two years later, guy's worth net worth is a million dollars. That's amazing. Good for him, man. I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him because he just did everything I told him to do. He just went out and he just worked and he made himself uncomfortable. This was a guy that was a truck driver, right? That was on the road. I remember calling him and he's like, he's on the truck. You know, when you're driving the truck, you have those big earpieces and I can hear the cars. I can hear the commotion. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Martin, I had my son post on Craigslist today. So I'm good. I did my Craigslist post today. So I mean, <laughs> I mean awesome. you know what I mean? Like, he's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing everything you told me to do. Man, so do do you feel like that feeling of seeing the success of people that you've met? Does that keep? Do you feel like that also helps drive you when things get hard, when things get tough? You're like, mm, I, I know I'm, I'm making an impact. Does that help? My brother, that's so. So we all, God puts us all on this earth for a purpose. I mm -hmm. think all of us as human beings have to figure out what is God's purpose for us. I know for a fact that the purpose of my life is to empower others to be better versions of themselves, as well as me be the best version I possibly can of myself. That's my driver. I like right? that. And, and I do that in different ways, right? I do that by my podcast. I do that by coming on your podcast and sharing that message with people, empowering others, helping others become better. I do that um, through my meetup. I do that through a lot of different ways. I do that through real estate, believe it or not, right? I do that mm -hmm. when I buy a house and I fix it and I turn something ugly into something beautiful and someone buys it for me. Now the family gets to create long-term lifetime memories in that property. I was part of that, right? I'm impacting yeah. people's lives. When I buy uh, an apartment building and I take and I rehab those apartments and then I make them decent, clean, safe, and I make them affordable because we have an affordability issue in our country. And now I'm able to help middle working class Americans live in a nice place at a respectable rent, right? I'm having an impact. I'm impacting families, yeah. I'm impacting lives. So I love what I do, man. That's the driver in every aspect. And I'm also very competitive, Nathan. I love the thrill of the kill, man. I love a good deal. I love mm -hmm. closing a good deal. I also like making money, right? I like yeah. <laughs> I like it's to a make game, money you know? do it. Yeah, it's a game. Yeah, fun it's game. It's like that chessboard behind you, the chess pieces. It's like a game, right? That's I love right. chess, that's, by the way. Yeah, man, that's why I have it there because it's all about, you know, um, it's all about playing chess, right? It's all about thinking three, four, five moves ahead. Um, you know, like, hey, business, business, Um, I heard from one of my mentors, business is not a tactical sport. Business is an intellectual sport. Business is not about tactics. Business is about intellect. Business is about thinking. Business is about anticipating. Business is about, hey, what's my next move and what could possibly be coming down the pipeline and thinking about the future, especially real yeah. estate, man. especially, especially this game. Right. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I love chess. So if you can see in my background, I got a little chess board over there. Yeah, I, see I, love, I love chess. Yeah. So. Kind of tell me a little bit about your strategy right now. So you're saying you, you want to wholesale a certain amount. You want to uh, buy 200 doors. Is there uh, is there anything else on the strategy that you're trying to do this year? Uh, very, very clean now, brother. That's it. Very clean, very okay. simple. So here's what happens to the human brain. Human mm -hmm. brain goes, when you have, when a human brain goes, you give one, two, three options. Mm -hmm. Four options is too many. <laughs> Why? So, so the... I, I keep it simple, two, two, two line, two product lines. I think I look at wholesaling very close to flipping. So I've said 
new I've set new constraints in my flipping business in 23. After okay. spending some time thinking, looking at the market, looking at interest rates, looking at the buyer demand, looking at everything that's happening around me, dealing with lenders, understanding what's happening with lenders right now. I'm having a hell of a time refinancing some big assets with a lot of equity. And it's like, are you kidding right. me? You're giving me a hard time about refinancing that. We made some new constraints. So we're not, we, we have a production line because I look at it as a production line. We have a production line where we do our marketing. And we get lead flow coming in. When those lead, when that lead flow comes in, um, I allow my team to pick what deals they want. Hey, mm -hmm. you guys want that? There's a minimum threshold. We charge. It's a minimum threshold of $8,500 that we're going to charge wholesale fee. That's our minimum wholesale fee, mm -hmm. right? If we can't make $8,500 on a deal, we're not interested in doing it. Wow. Um, I like that. So it, whether it's someone on my team keeps it, it doesn't matter, right? You want it? You can buy it. Go for it. You get your financing. Go for it. Everyone has equal opportunities here. Yeah. I'm an equal opportunity giver. Mm -hmm. Right? I want I like everyone that. around to win and get rich. Mm -hmm. um, if, um, but I, the company gets first dips. Right? The company gets first dips. Now, if a, if a deal's coming in our, in our production line and we can make $100,000 or more in a rehab on a flip and it's a light rehab, those are our new constraints, and it's a light rehab, that's staying in house. Company's keeping it. House is keeping that. And by the way, the house also pays an $8,500 um, wholesale fee to of the course. house acquisition fee, right? To cover the cost, right? Of, of marketing. So um, that's the new constraint. Now, you know, those are rare few in between, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> everything else, everything else we're wholesaling. If it's a 20 unit, 30 unit, 15 unit um, house gets first dips on that. Right, because mm -hmm. we're looking to build 200 doors. Um, so that's one production line, and then the other production line is I have another set, another team, just working on working on the larger multis. Right, the 50. Mm -hmm. We're looking to buy 200 doors this year, a 150 to 200 doors, and that's set two two transactions of 75, 75, mm -hmm. or 60, or three transactions of 60 units, 60 units. I don't want to do it in more than three transactions. I realize now that. Uh, my larger assets are so much easier to manage than my hmm. duplexes and my quads. So much that. easier. Yeah, that's so that's, much easier. That's great news to know for people that are wanting to get into that. You know, so 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 I just two production lines. That's it. One production line is we're we're going after these higher level 50, 60, up to a hundred doors. We're going from 40 to a hundred doors, right? And then we have the smaller stuff that hey, it's a flip. We'll do a flip if we make a hundred grand. It's like rehab, and everything else we wholesale. Everything so, else we offer. Curious, uh, do you feel like the two production line, two options, is something that uh, it goes across any industry? Do you feel like just having two options, two products, is more beneficial than having like ten or five or three? Uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just think about it like this. Think about it like this. All right, where your focus goes, your energy flows, and results show. Say that again. I got to hear that again. That was good. <laughs> where where your focus goes, uh -huh. energy flows, and results show. Ooh, that gave who me makes, Who makes more money? The heart surgeon or the general physician? The heart surgeon. Right. Why does he make more money? Specialized. Because he specialized. That's his thing, right? So there's a movement, and you've seen it online. Mm -hmm. Hey, you got to have multiple streams of income. Rich people have multiple. You got to have five, six, seven, ten streams of income. 
Here's what they're not telling you. I know a lot of rich people, right? <laughs> I know a lot of rich people, right? Yeah. Here's what they don't tell you. First, the way those people that got rich was they got really good at one thing. Mm. Really good. They got really good at one thing. They got really just just go do research. Any self-made person, go do the research, brother. You're mm -hmm. not going to find one that had five different things going on at the same time and became a millionaire. Mm. They got one. They got good at one thing first. Right. They got really good at that one thing, mastered that one thing, made a lot of money in that thing. Now, when you get to, I've made a lot of money in that thing. Now you have money to say, okay, let me start diversifying and creating mm. other streams of income because I'm now free. But you don't do it from a place of being broke. You don't start being broke and think and try to behave like a rich person because it doesn't work that way. Mm, I love it. I, man, that's powerful right there. That is powerful because you're right. A lot of people see all these multiple streams of income and they're like, that's how it's done. But it's not. Yeah, you're right. They got good at one thing and then they have the discretionary income to reinvest. There you go. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. You got good. Get good at one thing, man. So if it's flipping, become a flipper, man. Like do flip, make your money with your flips. And then once you look, I believe, Nathan, that every human being's responsibility, first and foremost responsibility is to figure out the money situation. It's what I said. Figure out your money situation. You got to figure out how to become financially free. Once you become financially free, what does financial freedom mean for those that don't know? Financial freedom means that basically if your expenses is $2,000 a month, you've created a business or you've created some type of cash flow that doesn't require you to necessarily work a nine to five mm -hmm. that generates $2,000, $1 a month. <laughs> Right. That's right. <laughs> You've reached financial freedom, my friend. That's right. Once, once you have an asset, when you have an asset that produces that for you without you having to be there, you've reached financial freedom. So I think it's every person's responsibility. Here's what happens. Once you reach financial freedom, mm -hmm. what happens is, brother, the world is different. You see the world differently. You just the world, the perspective of the world is that I don't have to, I don't have to go to work. I go to work because I want to, mm -hmm. man, I can wake up. I know I can wake up and my bills are going to be, my minimum necessities are going to be met. Man, that's an awesome feeling. Let me yeah. tell you, I've been on both sides <laughs> and yeah. this side feels much better. Mm -hmm. right? Wow. That's, that's amazing that you put it that simple for everyone watching $2,000 of expenses and you make $2,001. <laughs> that's that. financial freedom. Yeah. It doesn't mean this high, big number, a million dollars a month. It does, no, that's not financial freedom. Financial freedom is, hey, what's your number? What's your, what's your I don't have to work number? All of my necessities are met. Wow. Is it 2000 Is it 3000 For me, it was 7500 You know, I got a wife, four kids, household. I got to support, right? It was mm -hmm. 7500 right? That was my number. And, and the thing is, I committed to that number. And then I did whatever it took. And I was so committed to that number that I didn't care if it was with duplexes here. And you know, you have all these gurus that tell you, hey, don't buy the duplexes. You only start with the large multifamily. Well, man, I didn't give a crap. <laughs> I, I was I was hungry for getting there. Yeah. I just wanted to get there. I figured it this way. I figured, let me get there and then I'll talk, we'll talk about that crap later. Like, mm -hmm. like stay, fixing all that. I don't care if I have to travel one hour that way, another hour that way. I just want to get to financial freedom. Yes. <laughs> I love it, man. You got it done. That's amazing. I like love just it. whatever it took. And I didn't care if it took me one year. I didn't care if it took me three or five years. And the reason my mindset around that was 
three years, five years are going to pass anyways, Nathan, right? No matter what, three years are going to go by. I might as well add one or two assets every year. So in five years, I finally get there. 10 years, I get there. I don't care. I just need to get there. I, I I love what you're saying. I think the message is pure. I think it's true. You know, it doesn't because I think a lot of people think financial freedom they got to get like a hundred a million dollars or a hundred thousand coming in every month for them. But you, like you just put it simply, you know, live below your means. You're financially free, right? Yeah, man. The the true meaning of financial freedom is going to be different for everyone. It's not ten thousand a month. It's not twenty thousand a month. Most people don't need that much money to be financially free. Most people no. need under five or six grand to be financially free in our country. Yeah. You live, you can live great, you know, and you live live great. Just think about that. If you got five or six grand coming into your, into your after expenses, net, 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 right. You pay your mortgages. I'm talking real estate. Now you pay your mortgages, you pay expenses, you pay property management. You, you put money aside for, for repairs, maintenance, vacancies, you run your business the right way. And you have, and you have that thing down to science and you're making five, six grand a month. Right. If if your expenses are four grand a month to, to support your family, dude, you can you can have nice vacations. You yep. can take your wife out to nice dinners. On, on you could take your family out to nice dinners. Like, hey, you're not living a super crazy lifestyle, but man, trust me, man, it's a, it's a sense of freedom. It literally is a sense of freedom when you get there and you're like, man, I, I'm not worried. Like now you can come from a place of passion. Right. What I mean by that is now. I can, for instance, for me, I can now spend more time on my podcast because I love doing that. Yeah. I love doing this. I love helping people. I love educating people. I love empowering people. That's my purpose. Now I can serve my purpose freely without feeling guilty or conscious. And whether you know I make money from it or not, it doesn't matter because I'm doing it from here with passion is coming. Look, people, people know, man. Like this is what my message right now is coming from the heart. People feel that. Of course. Yeah. Right? They can, people they can smell, that. they can smell yeah. BS my way, you know, people, people feel that. Right. So, so now I can do some stuff like this and like, Hey man, I'm not trying to sell nothing. I just want, I'm really just want to empower you because that's my purpose in life. I want, yeah. I want you to experience what it is to what I've experienced. And let me help you. Let me give you some pointers. Right. And let me, let me share with you. Yeah, that's powerful. And I got a lot of people watching this live. They're feeling that message right now. They're feeling it in their hearts. They feel the they feel the true, uh, the genuine that you're genuine. You know that that is your purpose. And I love I love the fact that you say your purpose with passion because a lot of people don't know their purpose, right? A lot of people struggle to know what they're supposed to do. But that's amazing that you found that, and uh, that that's amazing. I love I love that you're you're able to share that. So I do have a question because my brain, the way I guess my environment, um, the way I was raised, I want to do as much as I can. That's just what I, I feel like the more I do, the more successful I'd be. And me and you both know that's not true. The mm-hmm. more you do, it's not always, it doesn't work out that way. You got to be focused like we're talking. Mm-hmm. So I was at my meetup today and uh, a guy, I'm Hispanic. I, I, I'm, I'm half Chilean, half white. So I speak Spanish mm-hmm. like a gringo because I was raised here uh-huh. in the States, but I speak Spanish. A guy comes up to me and he says, Nate, I love this. This, uh, this guy, is, his name is Pedro. He's, I think he's from Mexico. He's a Hispanic guy. He said, mm-hmm. Nate, I love this meetup. It was I would love to start a meetup with you in Spanish. I have so many people that want to do uh, that want to learn about real estate in Spanish. So for me, I'm like, wow, I'm doing this event in English and it's it's starting off and it's going really well. Now I can do it in Spanish. So my question for you is these opportunities come a quite a bit. 
is this a distraction or would this be something in your opinion that would be good to do as well? Because <laughs> we're talking about streamlining here. Yeah. What's your opinion? It, it, it depends, Nate. Right. So I need more context. I'm going to just give you just based on that. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I know what you're talking about because you want to have impact. We're, we're kind of mm -hmm. cut from the same cloth yeah. and that's the tendency, right. To, um, to be able to do, to do more. Right. Yes. And however, what I have found with my mentors and really successful people, one common thread is they say no to more things than they say yes to. They mm. say no to more things than they say yes to. Why? Because they're trying to protect their energy. They're trying to protect their focus. And the question that I, I'm going to give you back is, does that align with your truest purpose in life? Mm. Can you afford to put the time into it, right? Um, you know, you don't have to answer this, but you need of to course. answer this yourself. Yes. Like, you don't have to answer this here. But am I in a financial place where I can put that time and it won't impact my family at all or it won't impact my businesses at all? Um, right. Or how can you make it? If it's something you love, then the next question is, how can I get resourceful enough to make this happen where I can have that impact in the Latino community and without it um, hindering my business. You see, there's a great quote yeah. written by the greatest carpenter that ever walked the earth. That's right. Let's and hear he it. says, if you <laughs> seek, ye shall find. Mm -hmm. If you ask, you shall receive. And if you knock, the door shall be open unto you. And that was literal and metaphorical. Mm -hmm. And the thing about that is that um, the, the quality of your life and my life and your listener's life is dependent on the quality of the questions that we ask ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let that sink in for a moment. The quality of our lives is based on the quality of the questions we ask ourselves. Remember what the greatest carpenter said. He said, and I quote in the Sermon on the Mount, mm -hmm. he said, right, if you ask, it shall be given unto thee. Who are you asking? Well, you metaphorically, you're asking God. Mm -hmm. But also, remember I also said earlier, business is an intellectual sport. Not tactical sport. It's an intellectual mm -hmm. sport. So how much time are you spending thinking around these questions, right? I have a thinking book. I have a thinking journal, literally. So right. on Sundays, every Sunday, I ask myself a question. Top, top question. I ask myself and I write in this journal. What were the top lessons I learned this past week that can propel me closer to my goals next week? And I document it in this journal, right? Because now I'm taking it out of my brain. I'm putting it into my nervous system. I'm writing it and I can read it. And one thing that came up for me last week was, hey, here's a flaw, Martin. You need more lender relationships. This lender screwed you last week. They <laughs> last minute walked, barked out, barked out of the deal. You can't do that again. Right. We need to go this week and we need to go and, and, and make some new connections, make some new lender relationships. That's the market we're in. Right. That's one of the lessons. Hey, man, don't put your eggs in one basket. Have multiple things on. Like there's a lot of, you know, you got to ask those questions. I spend 15 minutes every day asking myself different questions. Right. If you ask, you shall receive Earl Nightingale. I don't know if you're familiar with Earl Nightingale. Love he, it. Love it. You know, who Earl Nightingale is he's a godfather of personal development. Like we call him. And Earl Nightingale says um, that if you spend 10 minutes a day and asking yourself a question, or looking for ideas on how to get better, you're gonna, and just write 10 ideas, it doesn't matter how stupid they may be, you're gonna get, at the end of the week or at the end of the month, you're gonna get one good solid idea that's gonna really make a difference for you. 
just think about that compound effect. Yeah, exactly. The power of that compound effect. So, so spending some thinking time and asking yourself the right question is a, is the answer for for that, right? Okay. I can tell you right now, right off the cuff. Hey, how can you leverage it, right? So, your Spanish is not that great. Mine is not that great either. I did a Spanish podcast the other day, and I was like. <laughs> I, it was painful for me. I was like, damn, it was in Spanglish. It wasn't Spanish. They were talking yeah. to me in Spanish. And it was Spanglish, right? So so how could you leverage it, brother? Can you yeah. can you give him your notes and let him let him and you you coach him that way and impact Right, that right. Way? Could I could I just maybe create the event, create the location for people to go and let someone else run it? Then that yeah, would man. that's something I could do, right? Because I know how to to structure it. It's easy, right? You throw up some meetups, you you market it, but can I physically be there at six o'clock when I, after five o'clock, I want to go home and spend time with family. You know, that, that would be a sacrifice. And I'm, you know, that's why I'm thinking, like thinking yeah. more about this. Like you said, you got to ask yourself, is this help you get close to your goal? And for me, the reason why I work so hard is to be with my family more. So if yeah, I got there, you go taking me away, you know, you got to look at that, right? Yeah. So it's not an alignment, right? Just from that perspective, but maybe it's an alignment from you wanting to help others and giving to exactly. others because that's your nature, right? Otherwise you wouldn't have this podcast. Exactly. I love <laughs> what's one of the top things I love doing is, is getting, because the, the, the beautiful thing about a podcast is me and you, I could call you. We could just mm -hmm. have a nice conversation. Yep. We but could just, you are having a nice conversation right now. And it's, it's serving multiple purposes. We're getting mm -hmm. to know each other more. We're networking. Yeah but we're also able to impact, which is that I think everyone should have a podcast if they're really trying to get into real estate. Cause it's one of the greatest networking tools, I, I, in my opinion. It's an amazing tool, man. Um, you know how many doors I'm sure it's opened a bunch of doors for you. It's opened a bunch of doors for me having a podcast is, uh, you know, but it's work, right? It takes work. Yes. Like this takes work. We have to connect. You got to find, you got to find guys like you. I got to find guys like you to come on my mm -hmm. podcast. You got to find guys like me to come on my podcast. Right. And guess what? Guys like you and guys like me, we're busy building our businesses and with our families and doing things mm -hmm. and and traveling and doing all these things and and so so um, you know it takes something to you know to to it takes make work out. yeah it takes something <laughs> to do this right prepare for it and and do all of those things so. Yeah, man. 2023 is bright. Future is really, really bright, brother. Love it. Well, Martin, it's been a pleasure having you on my podcast. I know you got another meeting to go to. I got one to go to. As we've talked about, we're busy, but it's mm -hmm. always a pleasure to take time and chat. Is there anything you'd like to tell the audience before we wrap up where they can find you a golden nugget? What What would you like to leave yeah. with? Just 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 remember, man, uh, as we we're starting the beginning of 2023, two things, man. Focus on clarity, get clear on what it is that you want. Your what? What is it that I want? Right. Number one is you gotta figure out what do you want. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a suggestion. If you haven't become financially free, it doesn't have to be through real estate, it could be whatever business, whether selling whatever, whatever it is you want to sell. But you gotta figure out the money situation because once you figure out the money situation, then your life is easier. Then you can go do your passion situation, then you can go travel, do whatever you want. Um, so Figure out what it is that you want and then focus, man. Like just relentless focus on that thing, on that one thing. And ask yourself better questions, man. Those are the three things. Ask yourself better questions. What's what's the one thing I can do today that's gonna get me closer to my goal? That's the that's the one thing question right there from the book, the one thing from Gary um, Keller. Man, that is some great advice. And please, uh, where can people reach out to if they want to learn more, if they've been inspired to by the words you've said? Uh, they can reach out, connect with me on Instagram. Um, I'm on I'm on, on Instagram, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist. I have a YouTube channel where I'm constantly putting out 
real estate data, national nationwide data. I'm constantly putting different things out. I'm doing vlogs. I literally had a vlog one day of a lady I was evicting and I had the sheriff there and the lady literally threatened me and I have it all on video. So it's a cool video. Hey, I got to watch <laughs> that. That sounds good. That like, sounds like some so crazy I, I do stuff like that. I haven't done things like that in a while, but uh, we do vlogs like that. Um, but I'm constantly putting out data and putting out just information. Just want to help people. I just want to help people get better. So YouTube, Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Look up Martin, the elite strategist. Make sure you check out my podcast too, Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast. That's Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast. That's everywhere. I actually had Nathan there, a fellow Latino. So my brother. That's right. Appreciate hey. you coming on. And um, yeah, we're there. I have guys like Nathan on there, really high level people, regular guys. It's just, hey, man, you know bought one house a year and became financially free. I have a guy that came on my podcast, Lenny, man, bought one one or two houses a year, became, he had this big job at a hospital making six figures, and then they fired him. Mm. And then they fired him uh, last year, mid last year, and he was like, Martin, all I could think of, shit, I gotta buy insurance now, health insurance for my family. <laughs> that was it. Right. I was like, I gotta go buy health insurance. Right? So, so I got people like that that come on, just really great stories, really, really, really great people come on my podcast are you well martin thanks for your time man we'll catch you on the next one all right appreciate you brother see you later brother bye